Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 18 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minutes, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com when Harry met Sally, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is David Brooke of Blueprint Review. Welcome back to the show, David. Hello, hello, hello. All right, well, here's what I want. Regular tomato juice, filled up about three quarters, then add a splash of Bloody Mary mix, just a splash, and a little piece of lime on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dialogue of this movie. <laughs> it is. It's, it is brilliant. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So minute 18 begins with Joe answering Sally's question and ends with Sally placing her order. So yesterday we ended things with, with Sally uh, trying to make Joe feel a little uncomfortable, but it doesn't work because Joe just doesn't care <laughs> about the whole situation while she's, you know, Sally wants to uh, explain to Joe how she knows Harry. And and Joe is just constantly focused on one thing, you know, um, you know, basically what happened between the two of them. Nothing, nothing else beyond that. <laughs> he doesn't care about anything else here. <laughs> and basically... The last thing that happened yesterday was Sally then asked Joe the question about uh, if he has any women friends that are just friends. And today we get the, the answer to that question, where Joe goes, uh, no, but I will get one if it's important to you. <laughs> which which is a very funny uh, response, but it also basically tells us that he is not really paying attention to anything that she, you know, he doesn't really care. You know the way that the way that he answers is just a little too much for that whole thing. Mm. And then there's like a few second pause, and then Sally just goes, "Amanda Reese, that was her name. Thank God." <laughs> Which is, she like just, yeah, just burst bursts out there with that whole thing. It's just as they're going in for the kiss as well. Yeah, exactly. And so, wh- what do you know about the name Amanda? Oh God, uh, not much. Um, if I remember correctly, I might be making this up, but um, I think that was the name the parents were going to give me if I was a girl. <laughs> really? That's about all I know about it. Very interesting. Very I might interesting. be wrong, but I, I have this vague memory of that. But <laughs> but you, do you have a do you have a sister named named Amanda? No, no, I don't have any relatives called Amanda. Oh, okay. But no, I, my just, point I is, is that. No, are you are you the are you are you the youngest? Oh uh, no, uh, sorry, yeah, I'm the youngest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> David, <laughs> you should know whether you are the youngest or not. <laughs> I act like the eldest. <laughs> oh, okay, that that's something else. But no, my my question was is if it was if it was a name that they liked and they wanted to name someone, then you know they they would have theoretically named you know the the next sibling after you, the or the the. You know, if if it was a female, it's like the whole idea, you know, in Back to the Future, where at the very end, you know, you hear Lorraine go, Marty, that's a nice name. And then it, it always makes me wonder, why did they not name their firstborn son Marty if she liked it so much? But, you know, you <laughs> can, th- th- there must have been something a little more important uh, beforehand, you know, and why she needed to use the name Dave first. I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, and do you, do you know what the 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 meaning of the name Amanda is? I know. Okay, so it is a, obviously it's a, a female name, and it means she who must be loved. Okay, it could also be uh, deserving to be loved, worthy of love, uh, loved very much by everyone. You know, some of the uh, shortened forms of it, you give Mandy, Manda, Amy. So maybe that's why I was just maybe that's why I was just going back to my parents. Maybe that's why that was their female choice, because David means beloved. So they kind of linked, I guess. In could meaning. be. There you go. <laughs> it's very possible. Um, who knows? Yeah. Now you have what to ask your parents. You know, you, you can find <laughs> out from them and let us know, you know, what what they said. <laughs> you're going to call your parents later and you're going to say to them, was it the name Amanda? And they're like, no, it was something else. And you're like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I just I just went on for five minutes on the on the podcast all about that it was possibly Amanda but but it wasn't you know who knows <laughs> it could be because uh, also uh, the Amanda and Miranda are also, also come from the same uh, same place and you know I I, I got off the 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 first appearance of the name Amanda was in twelve twelve. The, it's on a birth record from Warwickshire, England. Warwickshire. Yeah, Warwickshire. Sorry, and <laughs> uh, and many uh, centuries later, it became popularized by poets and playwrights. Uh, the name itself became more popular now, uh, starting in the 1930s to 60s, and it was always listed during those years. Uh, among the top 200 baby names. Okay, but I know you were born after the 60s, so, you know, it could be. <laughs> yes. Um, then, from 1976 to 1995, Amanda ranked in the 10 most popular female baby names in the U.S. Okay, it was most popular between 78 and 92, where it was ranked in the top four. Okay, in 1980, it was the second most popular name. But by 2009, where do you think it's ranked? Let's let's see if you can well, guess. It's oh. pretty low now. I can't think of many. I don't know, fifth, fortieth or something. I don't know. One hundred and sixty-six. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, a lot lower. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it's not as popular today as it it was back then. You know, but that, that's amazing for a name to go from, you know, being number two all the way down to one hundred and sixty-six. They do seem to have changed a lot, though. <laughs> it's like since I was a kid, you, you don't get as many of the kind of kind of classic old fashioned. Like, like like my name, to be honest, they don't get quite as many new Davids. <laughs> like I don't know many kids that are my. Uh, any friends no, but David, but David is something that, that you know. Yeah. David's still biblical, usually so. knocking around. Yeah, Dave, yeah. David's not, not a name that's going to go away so quickly. Well, but I, th I think it's 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 still around, but it's and it's not quite as popular. You get, I don't know, you get weird trends. Um, in the UK, they get a lot of trends linked with um, royal baby names and things like that as well. And uh, right. it's weird how it changes. How it, yeah, that's right. And especially since royal babies, because they they have to use like five names for each of them, so that they can later on choose <laughs> yeah, which yeah. name they want to actually go by. You know, they, they give <laughs> you, uh, you know, they 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 give you your own choice. That you can later on change. Yeah. Do, do you know any famous Amandas in uh, in movies? 
Can you, or movies and TV? Uh, I can think of it. Uh, Amanda Plummer? Um, yes. Amanda Plummer. Can't think of any others. <laughs> Can't think of any others. Amanda Plummer. Um, Amanda Seyfried. Seif- okay. Um, Amanda uh, Pete is another actress. Oh. Mandy Moore. Uh, who is also oh, yeah, a singer, songwriter, and actress? Right. Because Mandy Mandy fits in with it also. That's the whole thing. Okay, what about fictional characters named Amanda? Can you think of any? Oh no, I'm terrible at remembering character names though. It's uh, oh, I've no idea. <laughs> okay, did did you ever watch the TV show? Did you ever hear, hear of the TV show uh, The Scarecrow and Mrs. King with uh, Bruce Boxleider yeah. and and Kate Jackson? I've never heard of it. No, okay, so it was it was a popular show in the in the 80s about this uh, this woman. This like housewife that that uh, gets in gets involved with a spy, and she ends up becoming a spy also with them, you know, like working undercover. So her her character's name was Amanda King, you know, Mrs. King. Um, in Lethal Weapon, you have Amanda Hunsacker, who was the the character, the 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 I guess the uh, you know the the girl who was killed is what they're you know the one that they're trying to to find out who you know who killed her there are probably a few others here and there not really you know there aren't any that jump out at me saying that you know that i really know who they are don't know okay so let's move along to the last name reese okay have you ever heard uh, like what what do you think the where do you think the 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 last name reese comes from Uh, i wouldn't know i don't know (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, Reese can be a first name or a, a last name. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's a first name. Okay, but it can also be either male or female. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. First names. Hmm. Okay. Um, it is the Anglic- anglicized spelling of the Welsh name, uh, I guess it's pronounced Rise, W-H-Y-S, or maybe you call it Reese. It's called, it's Reese, it's still Reese or yeah, yeah, like oh, Reese, it's like Reese fans the um, right exactly. Uh, that's, uh, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, so the, the only person that I can think of that that I recognize on this list of Reeses is Reese Witherspoon. Well, there's Reese Shearsmith. Do you know Reese? Uh, he might be quite a British actor though, but he's uh, he does a lot in the UK. He's a comedian. Mm. Um, he's he's done some movies recently though. But yeah, Reece ah wait, ah, but you're talking about the R R H Y S. No, no, that's R W E C E. Oh no! Here's R W E S E. I guess it's oh, just the, oh, no, the British C E, yeah. Right. I guess that's the British uh, spelling for you to have the uh, mm. you know the C instead of the the either. No, instead of the S. Do you think it's a popular name? Do you think it's something? We were talking earlier about the you know Amanda, where that was listed on the, the ranking of names. Do you think this is ranked very high? Uh, I think it's maybe not. I don't know about now, but I, I think it has been high in the past. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, yeah, not crazy high, not like David High or something like that, but I think pretty high. Okay, so in 2012, the 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 female version of the name reached its its highest ranking at 128 oh, okay. of of uh, baby names. The male version reached its height in 2003, where it ranked at 368. Wow, it might be more popular in the UK, as I say. I I, I Reese seems more popular to me, but. Right, yeah. and for a male name in the UK, and as I say, spelt with a C usually, right. or the Welsh way. <laughs> okay, could be, and and also according to what it says here is that 
before the year 2000, neither the male or female version of the name Reese uh, was able to break out of the top or break into the top 1,000. So it wasn't a very popular name. Wow. But it, it's also a surname. You know, it's not just a, uh, um, it's not just a, a first name. So it is originally a name that, that uh, uh, began, it was H-R-I-S, which was in a, uh, uh, then it was changed to R-E-E-S, and then to R-E-S, and then, uh, then it went back to R-E-E-S, and it eventually turned into the R-E-E-S-E that we are familiar with. You know, so it's it's a name that that uh, you know goes back because it's it's uh, it's 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 a Welsh uh, last name, and it says here that it's an unusual and interesting surname. You know, it, it is something that you know you don't hear very often. It, even though Reese's Pieces probably or Reese's Peanut Butter Cups probably is connected somehow to it. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't I, check that. When I hear Reese, I think of Kyle Reese from Terminator. <laughs> that always comes to mind. Very good. You, you've you've jumped ahead of what I was going to ask. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's great. I'm, I'm glad that, that you didn't need to, uh, you know, think about that one. <laughs> yes. So Kyle Reese was was one of the, uh, the actually it's probably the most famous uh, fictional Reese that uh, that yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle Reese. I mean, again, I have four pages of of real people named Reese who were popular, but there's none of them that I really, you know, none of them really stuck out for me to say, oh, I know who that person is and stuff like that. But but Kyle Reese, yes, I do know who that is. <laughs> then at this point, they, they they continue with their goodbyes. Sally then says to him, "I will miss you," and she says, "I love you." You do? Yes. I love you. So, you know, she, I, it, it seems as if our, our good friend Joe here is just saying it. <laughs> he doesn't seem too enthusiastic about it. Even though eventually, uh, obviously we find out later on that they do end up staying together for five years. But but his his delivery is, is very unconvincing. Hmm. I guess you can put it that way. Yeah, he seems like he's got a salesman kind of look. Yeah, he's, he's kind of feels like a spiel rather than a, it's like it linked to the whole way he kind of, um, Says how he'll get a he'll get a girl as a friend if if you wanted to sort of it all seems like he's exactly desperate he just wants to get her in bed thing <laughs> exactly so yeah well again this is the the last we'll we will see of Joe but we will hear very much about him mm-hmm. over the course of of the rest of this movie uh, but that that that's all that, that that we see him of and then they give us a great shot of Sally sitting on the plane with this really really huge smile on her face Mm. and you can just imagine that she's dreaming about her life with joe (laughs) yeah she's very good at playing loved up meg right (laughs) yes yes she really is and it's funny because like her you know the the shot moves out and it looks like she's i'm not saying this in a disparaging way but it looks like she's she's dressed as a stewardess you know the way that she (laughs) yeah it does that little kind of necktie thing or whatever it's called i don't know what it's called yeah exactly and then the, again the camera pivots a little bit towards towards the right then we get to see that what's going on, on the left and we can see that she's sitting next to somebody on the plane who is reading a newspaper and i gotta tell you 
the way that guy is sitting does not look comfortable at all. Yeah, it's really awkward, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that that is not you know it's it's as if I I, I can't even describe how he's her. It's really weird, he's pointed it? towards her looking at uh, look, reading the newspaper. You know I, I don't know hanging half off the chair. Yeah, I don't know. So so this actor, his name is Robert Booth, B E U T H, and he is actually a puppeteer. Which is very interesting that you know how he somehow uh, you know <laughs> got this role here. He's he's has 74 acting credits, including he was in Outbreak, he was in in the line of in the line of fire, uh, Ghostbusters 2. Um, according according to IMDb, he's still acting somewhat sparsely, mostly in in TV shows with uh, little roles here and there. He was born on November 30th, 1957. And I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great little performance of what we get from him here. You know, the way, the way that it is, he's just like looking at her, you know, st he's staring at the newspaper, but just in a very strange way. Now, did you see the guy be sitting behind Sally who, with the, with the huge glasses? Oh yeah. He's kind of looking at, oh, well, the moment I he's, paused that, he's looking strangely at Billy Crystal as well. That's right. He's <laughs> looking in the wrong direction. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> and, you know, as the, the 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 scene continues, so we slowly get uh, Billy Crystal Harry's head pop up from the row behind them, and he's just staring at Sally. Mm -hmm. And, like, the eyes, the, the eye movements that, that, that Billy Crystal makes here are just amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just great watching the way they do this. Then he moves back, and then we get a shot of the stewardess. Who turns to her and and says, uh, "And what would you like to drink?" You know, we we can hear in the background someone else saying, "Nothing, thanks." And then the the guy puts away his newspaper. You know, he's ready to get his little peanuts and uh, and napkin. He's seen eyeing, the, he's seen eyeing them up quite. <laughs> yes, he's really staring at them. Exactly, he's peanuts. Yes, he really does. And then Sally turns to her and goes, "Do you have any Bloody Mary mix?" And she says, yes, no, wait, here's what I want. Regular tomato juice filled up about three quarters, then add a splash of Bloody Mary mix, just a splash, and a little piece of lime on the side. So, <laughs> first of all, I'm, I'm curious about what a Bloody Mary mix is on a plane. You know, like, how, how does that work? Yeah. You know, I can understand if she would say, I want a Bloody Mary. Can you make me a Bloody Mary? But a Bloody Mary mix, does that mean it's like something in a can? Yeah, that's yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I was wondering that. Mm -hmm. now, do you know what a Bloody Mary is? Uh, isn't it? Is it? It's tomato juice and uh, is it vodka? I can't remember. It's, it's with some kind of alcohol. I can't remember. I'm not, yes. I'm not much of a drinker, so yes. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Right. I'm not a drinker either, but it is tomato juice and vodka. And it's usually accompanied with uh, Worcestershire sauce. Uh, other types of, of garlic, herbs, uh, hot sauces, sometimes celery, olives, pickled vegetables, salt, black pepper, lemon juice, lime juice, and and uh, usually a celery uh, stock that they put oh, yeah, into yeah. the drink itself. <laughs> oh, it just sounds wrong. I, that's one thing that I just refuse to drink is tomato juice, regardless of any alcohol or anything like that. So I okay. tomato juice so much. That's, that's fair. That's fair. So it was invented in the 1920s. There are numerous theories as to the actual origin of the drink and its name. Some people say that it was uh, connected to 
a, another drink called the Red Snapper or the Virgin Mary or the Caesar or the Michelada. I don't even know. I'm not, I'm not a drinker, so I don't really know much about these things. But apparently a French bartender named Ferdinand uh, Petiot claims that he invented the Bloody Mary in 1921. And he was basically working at a, a New York bar in Paris. And it became, it was known later as Harry's New York Bar, which was a place where Ernest Hemingway and other American migrants, you know, would, would frequent, which makes me think of the movie, you know, Midnight in Paris. Maybe that's where, maybe that's the place where they all were, were, were there. I don't know. It does, it does kind of have, have the feel of kind of roaring twenties kind of drink. It doesn't surprise yeah. me that it was made then. <laughs> right. That's true. And apparently it was created on the spur of the moment. When, uh, you know, he just decided to put some vodka and tomato juice together. And it was originally referred to as the bucket of blood. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's interesting the way that they mention it, you know, of how it came came about and stuff like that. I, again, I, as I said, I'm not a much of a drinker. So for me, it doesn't really, you know, it th- doesn't say anything. I'm not, I'm not a vodka drinker. Do you know where the name Bloody Mary came from? I don't know if you're going to move on to that in a second. Well, they say that it's, it's, it's connected to... You know, either Mary, Queen of Scots. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, well, it's Mary the First, yes. is known as Bloody Mary. Yes. So I think it originally came from then. Well, at least in my mind, it comes from that. Right. Some people say that it was it was connected to uh, Mary Pickford. Possibly. That it was it was just connected to to Mary Pickford. Others say that it is connected to a waitress named Mary who worked at a bar that was called Bucket of Blood. Uh, some other other reasons that it is someone. After someone was served at once, it said, it looks like my girlfriend who I met in a cabaret. And they said the name of the cabaret was Bucket of Blood. And the girlfriend's name was Mary. So everyone started calling it Bloody Mary. I don't know. It's it's one of those things we'll never know the the, the true history of where it came from. But, you know, it's it's interesting the way that, you know, there, and there there is a non-alcoholic version of it called called either a Bloody Virgin or a Virgin Bloody Mary, which uses the same ingredients, but instead of using uh, vodka, they use spirits in order to prepare the mix. Spirits? But isn't spirits out? Spirits alcoholic, surely? How would it be I, a I don't virgin know. one? Wait, once again. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Oops, I, I misread that. <laughs> it said that the, the spirits are replaced by additional tomato juice. So oh, basically, right, it's more. Just, oh God! So that's just <laughs> no. drinking. It's just drinking a a glass full of tomato juice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not really sure about that. <laughs> oh, I can't stand stuff. <laughs> Wait, do, do, does that mean you don't like any type of tomatoes at all, or you're saying just tomato? Juice it's just it's the just the juice. It's, it's, I can always you, remember. Will you eat? Will you eat like tomato soup? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's not my favorite soup, but I do like it. But there's something about it when it's cold. Yeah, it's just it's just right. It just feels like drinking cold tomato soup, and it's just no, no, it's just not right. I can always remember it. Is my my mum used to get it, and um, oh, and and he's yeah, and I never drank it a lot, but I tried it once or twice, and it was just like oh god, the um, yeah, torturous memories. <laughs> <laughs> Well, torturous memories are sometimes good too. <laughs> isn't isn't that what what's going on with uh, Sally at this point? <laughs> yeah, you know, she's she's thinking about torturous memories. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Could be. 
<laughs> you have anything else you want to say before we get into the the script? No, I think I think I've, I've said um, I've said everything I've already written down in my notes. I think. Right. I mean, I I actually want to go back because again, I I think it's interesting okay. that that Joe is the one who says to her that I'll miss you and I love you. True. True. You know, you you'd expect that more from Sally. You know, who I wonder if it's a defensive thing after he's he's hearing that he's. Is he started to hear the inklings of her past, and he's he's his his kind of dirty mind is is getting worried. I wonder if it's just another defensive kind of tactic. And I don't mm. know. okay, that could be, could be. I mean, I look at it from the perspective maybe he's just doing that. You know, that that's part of his style. You know, yeah, like to, feels he should to say that. something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Because because yeah. you know the the script then says after he says that it says she loves hearing this. And says to him, "You yeah. do," meaning he knows what to 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 go go for there. Yeah, it's kind of a line sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then the description in in the script about their flight is it says the plane is in flight in route from New York to Washington, which which I find interesting that they actually need to tell us, you know, in the script where they're flying to doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought they were going to St. Louis. I, I don't know why. You know that that was. <laughs> Just what I always thought. Um, and then it says Sally is in the middle seat in a crowded all coach plane. She has the New York Times in her lap, but she's staring in the in into the middle distance, a little smile on her face. You know, so that's good. It the way that it explains the whole thing. And then it talks about the fact that, you know, Harry's head keeps popping up. Um, you know, especially when she tries to explain things. Now, did you also notice that when Sally is talking, she has a pen in her hand. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Right. So I think, you know, because, I mean, we don't see it in the movie, but according to the, because the script says that she has the New York Times in her lap. So my my impression is that she's actually like filling up the crossword or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which, which then again would say so much about her character. The fact that she's doing that, you know, because it shows that that the character Sally is much more smarter, much more intelligent than than you know we would expect, than we would think. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm not uh, disparaging her. <laughs> she's <laughs> it's, it's good to know that she's she's intelligent. <laughs> um, but the the whole uh, description of the Bloody Mary uh, is word for word from the script, so that really works well. Yeah. And we can see this in the movie too that Harry's head starts to move up a little bit as she's she's giving her uh, expression or as, as she's explaining what it is that she wants. So that 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 works really well. Yeah. Every Wednesday we have a segment called Harry Burns Hump Day, where my guests will give their top five Billy Crystal performances. So what have you got for us, David? Right, cool. I, I, some of these I haven't seen for a long time, but. Um... Nevertheless, uh, number five, I've gone a bit left field. I've gone with Throw Mama from the Train. I haven't Ooh. seen it for years. I can't, so I can't remember a lot about it, but I can remember finding it very amusing and just kind of enjoying it. Uh, it pairs him up with uh, Danny DeVito. I can just remember it being, a, it, it's a, if my memory serves me well and from the title, I'm pretty sure it's like a, a comedy remake of Alfred Hitchcock's Strangers on a Train. Correct. Um, that that is what it, it is. What, yeah, and it, I, I always kind of enjoyed it, but it, it's been a long time. Uh, then number four is analyze this. Um, yeah, it's, it, 
I, I, I haven't seen this in cinema again. But yeah, pairing him up with Robert De Niro in a kind of a kind of like a it, was it pre Sopranos or kind of it was it came out at the exact same time as the Sopranos. Time, they both yeah, came out. Was... They both came out in '99. I actually just rewatched to analyze this uh, last week, and oh, I nice. didn't like it as much as yeah. I had when I originally saw it. But I think that has to do with the fact that because I, I probably saw it before you know the Sopranos became so popular, yeah. so it was the type of thing that that now the the idea of you know a mobster going to uh, a shrink you know, is so profound, so profoundly, um, you know, Sopranos that it's hard to look at it from any other perspective, at least yeah, for me. Yeah, and, it, yeah, and I guess it, it just... I mean, it it's good. It's a great idea. Light. It's a great idea, yeah. but it just doesn't... Yeah. I, let's put it this way. Also, analyze this as a comedy, and The Sopranos is not, and it works much no, better it, as yeah. a drama. It has it has some comedic touches in Sopranos, but not. it's not an out-and-out out comedy, definitely not. Right. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, um, and number three, I'm going to go with Monsters Inc. So it is a vo- only a voice role, but obviously a very pivotal one and a very effective one. Um, playing uh, Michael Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> one of the one of the few names I do remember in films. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, you remember Kyle Reese? Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But um, yeah, Monsters Inc. Loaded for, and I had, I had to have it. And they're um, kind of from the early golden days of Pixar. Mm-hmm. Um, then number two, I'm gonna go with City Slickers. It's one I used to watch a lot when I was a kid. I've always, I've always had a kind of like, I've always kind of had a desire to do what they do in that film and kind of go in there. I'm, I'm big Western. I love Western movies, and uh, I kind of, I, I think like the City Slickers guys, I, I like the idea of going out in the wild wild west on a horse and stuff. But like in City Slickers, I think I would just be like, oh, it's too hot. Oh, am I? bums getting sore from being on this horse all day and all this kind of stuff and <laughs> i know it just kind of spoke to me and it, it's just a fun guy it's got a good cast it's a good solid entertaining uh comedy comedy western so yeah i, I put that high i have fun again i'm not seen it for a long time but i have fun memories of it and i saw it a lot back in the day um and then number one is when i met sally <laughs> I, I, I just think it's great so yeah <laughs> okay that, that that makes sense <laughs> Um, again, as 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 people have pointed out, you know the fact that 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 people are coming on the show to as a guest to talk about Munir Mitzali generally means that they they have fond um, memories of the movie. <laughs> yeah, generally. Yeah. I I haven't had a guest yet who who hasn't, but we're only we're only four weeks in, so who knows? <laughs> we, we we've we've got another uh, you know fifteen weeks to to find someone who doesn't like the movie, I guess. Who knows? It's preaching to the choir. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> All right. So, David, you want to once again tell people how they can get in touch with you? Yeah. So, head over to blueprintreview.uk and check out my movie reviews and the reviews of my uh, fellow writers. All right. And finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for a movie around minute. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. And you can find me on my website, movieroundminutes.com. So, until tomorrow, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you. <laughs> <laughs>